Welcome to Link the Wealth. I'm your host, Akindale Akinyami. And we want to start off this wonderful segment as to why we call this Link in the Wealth. This is our very first episode. And I'm the president and the CEO of the Global African Business Association. That's GABA to you guys and ladies out there who are listening. We had a vision six years ago when we were called the National African Business Association. And one of the things we wanted to do was to convert small local urban communities in the state of Michigan into prosperous ones by connecting a pipeline with Sub-Saharan Africa. Oftentimes we talk about things like Black Wall Street um, in Tulsa, Oklahoma, Rosewood in Florida, um, and other communities like Black Bottom or Paradise Valley here in Detroit, Michigan. And every time African Americans in this country try to build economic wealth, they were met with racism, hatred, and in many cases, death. Well, here we are, ladies and gentlemen, in 2020, with a COVID-19 crisis that has exposed um, the disparities within the black community um, with technology and education and access to wealth and access to uh, finances to support our businesses. We have a heightened police brutality uh, problem within our community with the death of George Floyd and others, Breonna Taylor and others who have died um, by the boys in blue. We have now people being murdered um, in the transgender community or LGBTQ community um, for just because of their sexual preference that look like us. And most importantly, black lives do matter. And the reason why I'm saying black lives matter and not all lives matter is because I'm black and I'm proud to be black and my life matters and my son's life matters and your life matters if you're listening to this program and happen to be black. Therefore, what needs what needs to happen is that we have tried social justice we have tried marching we have tried these many different things um, within the past 100 years and we still stuck at square one now it's a time for a new economic movement and that new economic movement is not just a traditional boycott by black type of movement per se. This type of economic movement is positioning our local urban communities to do business with the continent of Africa. And I call it linking the wealth. And the reason I call it linking the wealth is because the African Union has um, considered the five regions of Africa on the continent of Africa and the sixth region 
being the African diaspora. So that means if you're African-American here in the U.S., Afro-Canadian in Canada, whether you live in the Caribbean or whether you live in South America, in Brazil, and, and other areas like um, other areas like Europe, you're part of the sixth region. And one of the economic movements of this is linking the connectivity of business and economic development to create a synergy of wealth. So how do we do this? Well, let's take a city like Inkster, Michigan. GABA was born in Inkster, Michigan in, 20, in 2013. Inkster is 24,000 residents. It's about six square miles and 10 miles west of Detroit. It sits right next to Metro Airport. It's like a square. It's the largest African-American community outside of Detroit in, in Wayne County, Michigan. Here's some of the characteristics about Inkster though. 13% unemployment, 40% poverty rate. It only has one grocery store on the north side, two pharmacies, CVS and Walgreens across the street from each other on the north side of Inkster. The school district itself was dissolved in 2013. That was signed into law by former Republican Governor Rick Snyder. So Inkster doesn't have an, its own autonomous school district. But there are school districts that service Inkster. It's Wayne Westland Community Schools, Taylor School District, Romulus School District, and Westwood School District. It does have two charter schools and one private institution, um, Peterson Warren Academy. That's about the educational makeup of Inkster and predominantly black with a median income of $30,000. That's a pretty poor city. However, all is not lost. Angster needs to reinvent itself. When GABA was launched as the National African Business Association, it was former mayor Hillett Hampton that appointed us to the Angster Downtown Development Authority, the Angster Ta uh, Tax Increment Finance Authority, and I ran for Inkster Library Board and won that, uh, becoming the fourth um, Nigerian ever elected here in the state of Michigan. With us being on the boards and commissions, we took it upon ourselves to change the dialogue of what direction Inkster needed to go in. <clears throat> we viewed Inkster as a, as a municipal incubator to position ourselves to do business with Africa. How do we do that? Well, we took to social media and word of mouth about why people should invest in Inkster. Well, you see, you have a lot of African organizations that are business association, chamber of commerces, cultural organizations. However, they don't necessarily invest in a particular city or community. My strategy was to do just that, to create a municipal incubator. That way we can attract businesses from Nigeria or Ghana or Kenya or Sierra Leone or South Africa. 
we discuss heavily about the EB-5 invest, uh, investor visa program, as well as the EB-5 regional center and other tools that we that were at our disposal to attract investment. Now, this is an ongoing process. However, the dialogue that was started was saying this. Can you imagine with the businesses that are lacking in the city of Inkster, if we can attract businesses from the continent to set up shop here in the city of Inkster? Here's an example of that. There's a restaurant called Chicken Republic in uh, Lagos, Nigeria. Well, there's no there's no Chicken Republic here in the United States. Can you imagine us courting a Chicken Republic franchise right there on Michigan Avenue or Inkster Road or Middle Belt Road in Inkster, owned and operated by the African-American entrepreneurs, hiring young people in the community, giving them jobs, teaching them about entrepreneurship and wealth building, and creating a legacy based on an African-based business. Or because Inkster doesn't have a bank anymore because Chase Bank left a few years ago, can you imagine us courting a bank like Zenith Bank or GT Bank from Lagos, Nigeria? And even if they don't call themselves GT Bank or Zenith Bank, um, they can set up a subsidiary and I'm, and I'm a proponent of that. Set up a subsidiary, an American subsidiary, where there is a credit union or some type of financial technology component, um, or FinTech as we call it here in the US and Africa, and where people can go and make deposits and things of that nature right there in the city of Inkster. We don't have any black owned gas stations. Well, there's a company right there in West Africa called Oando. Oando can set up a subsidiary um, similar to what Marathon and Speedway has. Um, I think Speedway is a subsidiary of Marathon, if my memory serves me right. And Oando can set up a subsidiary right there in the city of Inkster. You have a, a African-American, possible an African-American franchise of an African-based business right there in the city of Inkster to build, rebuild the tax base. See, the reason I'm bringing all these things up is because we have an opportunity to link those wealth and we have an opportunity to move the needle a little bit, um, a little bit forward. However, that stuff has never really been tried before of courting African based businesses into low income communities, um, not just here in Michigan, but in, in various parts of the United States. And the reason why those conversations have never been had is because unfortunately our policymakers view Africa as a social justice, security, and cultural um, component. We are quick to embrace the culture of Africa. We are quick to talk about social justice issues in Africa. And if you're on Capitol Hill, part of the Congressional Black Caucus, you view Africa as a foreign policy or security issue. We don't even, even the way we talk about immigration is through, is normally through social justice. We don't ever talk about immigration through an economic means. Uh, as black people, we just don't. 
Not understanding that you could take a city like Inkster in a particular neighborhood on the south side and reconstruct and reinforce those neighborhoods with immigrants from the Caribbean and Africa. You give them you give them a housing incentive, right? To uh, you can refurbish the home, give them a housing incentive and help them with closing costs to move into that particular neighborhood. You can develop container homes or or whatever type of homes you decide to do or refurbish the homes that exist over there and create an international district. Now, what that said is that most of the time when you move in an immigrant or refugee community into a particular neighborhood, they wanna develop small businesses. Now, before you develop your small businesses, strategically, we have to identify the anchor institution that's going to help with the small businesses. So I was very fortunate as the president CEO. I was the president of the Leanna Higgs Library Board of Inkster for a couple of years to help um, help the board um, move its leadership to build a brand new state of the art 21st century library in the city of Inkster. It was a $1.8 million capital improvement project that we executed. And that's one of the anchor institutions. And now Wayne County Community College District wants to set up a satellite campus at the Booker, Dozier, Booker T. Dozier Center um, in the city of Inkster. So you have, two, you have two anchor institutions. One of the things you wanna anchor a community with is culture arts. And if cultural arts, if there's any kind of division between African-Americans and Africans, to get us to our economic goal, we know that cultural arts can bring us all together. So as GABA sat on the Inkster Downtown Development Authority, we were able to, uh, we were able to put up a couple of murals and <clears throat> to launch our cultural arts district. And we plan on expanding that with the new library. And all those things create a synergy, okay? When you have those anchor institutions though, now we can talk about building small businesses, okay? Whether we're gonna build, we're, we're gonna build markets, whether we're gonna build bookstores or cafes or cyber cafes, things of that nature. And with Wayne County Community College coming to Inkster, and setting up a satellite campus, now we can look further of how we can redesign a city like Inkster, moving it out of poverty into prosperity by creating a pipeline of opportunities between that city and other cities on the continent of Africa. And one of the things I have been a proponent of is creating a cyber, a cyber city, courting cybersecurity businesses and creating a cyber community with a 21st uh, century state-of-the-art digital infrastructure. Research and development parks are needed in the city of Inkster. It doesn't have to be as large as Research Triangle Park in North Carolina or even, or even uh, the Ann Arbor Spark, but we need something that's gonna help anchor um, tech accelerators and tech incubators within that city. To, to attract the new type of talent.
Now, why are we doing all this? Because what happens next is we create now a pipeline between Inkster and the city next door to Inkster is called Romulus. Romulus, Michigan is 36 square miles with a 23,000 population. And that's where the Detroit Metropolitan Airport is located. So you have the Detroit Metropolitan Airport. You have Amazon in Romulus. You have General Motors in Romulus. You have logistics companies in Romulus. And the city itself is really set up to be an aerotropolis. The problem is Romulus doesn't have amenities like a grocery store. So the Global African Business Association is through the our entity, um, ICM, International Community Market, has helped putting together a grocery store for the people. That grocery store would be a community outreach, but on the back end, creating a pipeline of opportunities and a supply chain with agricultural products between Africa and the United States by way of the state of Michigan. Now, why are we doing all these things in these two cities? One, we want to position ourselves to do business with Africa. Two, we want Africa to position itself to do business with the United States, the way of Inkster and Romulus. Number three, we want to position ourselves for the African continental free trade area. Number four, we want to position ourselves through the African Growth Opportunity Act, or AGOA. Number five, we want to position ourselves to attract investors for EB-5. That means if you're an investor from places like Nigeria or Ghana or South Africa, and you want to invest here in the state of Michigan in Inkster or Romulus, whether that's a condominium complex or a hotel or a motel, or other types of turnkey projects like a school. And if you want to invest in a low-income community, hire a minimum of 10 U.S. workers, you'd be on track for a green card. You'd be on track for a green card. I did say that I didn't stutter. We also want to position people to take advantage of the opportunity zones that are in our cities. This is a tax shelter. Africans need to understand what that means in terms of a tax shelter. So this is what we do in the Global African Business Association, ladies and gentlemen. And I want you to understand that time is of the essence. You see, my philosophy is if you control the economics of a community, you can control the socialization and the politics of the community. Oftentimes, black folks get caught up on the social justice end. We forget about the economics end. Other races of people do economics first. And part of that economic movement must have women involved. Women cannot be on the back burner of this new economic movement. The new economic movement must have women in the forefront. Black women are the number one a group of people that create businesses. So with that said, ladies and gentlemen, we have a lot of work to do. 
In my next segment, we'll be going further about why positioning our cities is necessary in the 21st century to build legacies for our children. Take care.